Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. As we take another break from learning about the Mass, which we'll resume tomorrow, I want us to really focus on the second reading today at Mass from Paul's letter to the Romans in chapter 11. Oh, the depths of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? This passage, for who has known the mind of the Lord? How many of us think we know what God is thinking? We know what's best for the world and we remind God if he would just listen to us, everything would be much better off than it is. And yet the reality is, we don't know the mind of God. We think we do, but we don't. We think we have the world's best interests in mind, but God has an even bigger picture than we have. And even though our intentions are good and based out of love, please God, that doesn't mean they are God's intentions. Inscrutable are his ways. God's ways are not our ways. He reminds us in the sacred scripture, my ways are far greater than your ways. So are my thoughts greater than your thoughts. He reminds us we weren't there when he created the universe. He didn't need us then. He doesn't need us now. If he is omni and the best at everything, then we have to realize that the mind of the Lord is something that we come to know more and more each day through study of sacred scripture, through things like listening to this podcast and many others, to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit given to us at Mass, to our understanding and reading of the saints and holy books, our development of spirituality, etc., etc., etc. These are ways in which we come to know the mind of the Lord. And yet, we could study 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, unless it's leap year, then it's 366, of course. And yet, we still wouldn't know everything that's in God's mind. So we have to ask ourselves the question, should I spend more time on trying to figure out what God is thinking about, or should I just trust that God has the world in his hands? Let's let God be God and let me be me, his child. Let's let us be us. Now, that doesn't mean we are not to think like God. We should think like God. In certain situations, we should be God-like. We should be Christ-like. The Holy Spirit guides us to respond in holy ways, but we need to align our free will with God's will. So if you think like the mind of God, then we do good things because that's what God does. God doesn't give terrible gifts to his children. If your child asks for an egg, he doesn't give a scorpion. In the scriptures, we are reminded again that God always opens his hand in abundance. And when we don't receive something, it's not because God wants to punish us. He's reminding us perhaps not now or perhaps that I have something better in mind for you. So what's important for us to realize, friends, is that the mind of the Lord 
No one has truly known. And so I don't know better than God and that God sees the bigger picture. So I just need to trust more. And by recognizing how much greater God is than me as an individual and us as a collective, we can also keep our place. So that sense of humility is vital here but also understanding that even when crosses, sufferings, famine, uh, natural disasters, etc., and we say, well, where's God in all this? Or even worse, how could God be punishing this group of people? Do we truly believe that God is punishing the people of Ukraine now by allowing Russia to invade their land? Do we believe that the people of Hawaii have offended God and so wildfires were put there to punish them? Do we believe that God punishes a couple who cannot have children naturally because of some sin they did yesterday? Is that the God we believe in? That's not the God of the scriptures. For human minds, we believe in revenge and an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But God is faithful to the thousandth generation. God is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. So when St. Paul reminds us, for who has known the mind of God, it reminds us that the more we focus on him, the more we trust in him, the more we try to think like him, the more we learn about him, the more we realize his infinite greatness above us. And that, again, we should never do anything, say anything, or omit from doing anything that might not only offend God, but draw us into sin. So today, friends, as we celebrate the last Sunday of August and the blessings that God has given to us this month, may we, with great humility, approach our Mass today, or if you've already come home for Mass And ask ourselves the question, do I believe that God knows everything, sees everything, and loves unconditionally? If so, then let's tap into coming to know the mind of God more instead of making assumptions, judgments, or perhaps placing our own agendas on deducing why things happen around us and in our world. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Lord, we thank you for choosing to use us at times as your hands and feet. But may we recognize your infinite majesty over us, that you need not our participation to build your kingdom. You need not our love. You need not our praise. Yet our desire to thank you is is itself your gift. Who has known the mind of the Lord? What a great question for us to ponder today. For God's Playbook friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.